All right, guys, we're back for the second part of episode 74 of the Touch Em Up podcast. I'm your host, Double M, and let's get this started. All right, so we already talked about NXT TakeOver, where I think it's going to lead to for NXT TakeOver Tampa and stuff like that. And like I said on the first part, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this since we already covered it, but I have so much faith in NXT TakeOver leading into WrestleMania weekend and NXT as a whole for the brand. And one thing I just want to cover is you'll notice from NXT with the NXT championship reigns. I mean, look at how long Cole has held the championship for. He won it at, what was it, NXT TakeOver 25? I think it was TakeOver 25. I believe he then lost it to Gargano and then won it back at the uh, two TakeOvers after that. But he's done so well as the NXT Championship or the NXT champion. And I think that that goes to show how much faith NXT has in him as a champion and how much faith, thought, and time that NXT puts in to determining who their champion is going to be. I mean, you've never really had an NXT champion who only held the title for like one title defense and then lost it. And yes, it has happened before. Um, I mean, you could say Drew McIntyre did this. It did the same thing. When he lost to Andrade at at the takeover, which takeover was that? Was that NXT takeover? Was it War Games? I want to say it was the first NXT takeover War Games. I'm probably wrong, but that was a while ago. But uh, it could have been at that, whatever. But look at what Drew McIntyre's doing now. I mean, he's going into WrestleMania 36 and he's facing Brock Lesnar. Um, let me just give you some other quick thoughts on NXT takeover Tampa. What I think could happen. Um, if they put, if they do that five or six pack challenge for the title between Champa, Gargano, Cole, Dream, and Balor, that's amazing, but it takes up a lot of time. Um, like I said, if they do the two matches, you do Champa, Gargano, and a Hell in a Cell, and you do Balor or Dream versus Adam Cole for the title, and then that's where you take the championship off of Adam Cole. Um, if I'm going to give a quick rundown on the rest of the card, I would say for the NXT Tag Team Championships, um, the Undisputed Era might get a rematch. I would not be surprised, but guys might hate me for this because technically they're more in NXT UK than NXT as a regular brand, but I think WrestleMania weekend, give me the Broserweights versus Mustache Mountain for the NXT Tag Team Championships. Yep. That's what I want. That's what we all need, I think. Dep- I mean, especially how good Mustache Mountain are as a team, how good, you know, Tyler Bate is as a singles guy. Trent Seven, we haven't seen much of him as a singles competitor, but I think the dynamic of Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate, or <laughs> Pete Dunn and Matt Riddle against Dunn's former tag team partners in Mustache Mountain, that could be where they turn Dunn heel and you make Mustache Mountain the heel faction in NXT. And then you've got Imperium in NXT. You've got Mustache Mountain. If they do it, you've got the Undisputed Era, and you could just do so many things with that. So that's what I think they could do for the NXT Tag Team Championships. For the NXT Cruiserweight Championship, um, Jordan Devlin just beat Leo Rush on NXT yesterday. So give me Jordan Devlin versus... Um, let's see. It's probably going to be like a triple threat or something. So give me Jordan Devlin... Let's do some more NXT UK, guys. I mean, Devlin's on NXT UK anyway. Give me Jordan Devlin, Mark Andrews, and who's somebody else we could throw in there? 
Yeah, you know what? Why not? Give me Jordan Devlin, Travis Banks, and Mark Andrews in a triple threat for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. And then for the North American Championship, Keith Lee, he beat Dijakovic. It's probably going to be Damian Priest. I'm going to pick somebody else. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Who could he face for the title? I mean, he's probably going to win unless they want Keith Lee to go up to the main roster. So who could you give the NXT North American title shot to? Let's check this out really quick. Um, I mean, you could do, I don't think they're going to do Roderick Strong or Velveteen Dream because that's probably going to be its own match. So, I don't know. Give me, uh, give me Keith Lee versus, I'm going to say it, you guys might hate it. Give me Keith Lee versus Kushida for the NXT North American Championship. And then for the NXT Women's Championship or NXT Championship, whatever you want to call it, give me Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Dakota Kai, and Tegan Knox in a fatal four-way for the NXT Women's Championship. And then singles match, obviously, I already said Gargano and Ciampa in a Tell in a Cell. And then give me one more. They've got Killer Cross and Timothy Thatcher moving up to NXT. Um, give me Killer Cross versus. Oh, Killer Cross. I, I mean, I don't. I don't know. Killer Cross versus Velveteen Dream. Maybe I, I don't know. Something cool like that. But that's it. Let's move on. Um, we're gonna move to Super Showdown now, which takes place in Saudi Arabia on Thursday, February twenty seventh, two thousand and twenty. Um, this is, I'm just going to give you my predictions and then we're going to move into UFC on the next part. And I've got a lot to cover in the UFC. So first up, let's do Roman Reigns versus King Corbin in a steel cage match. Um, I don't understand why we're doing this. I thought the final match of that feud was at the Royal Rumble. Obviously it wasn't. Um, I'm going to go with Roman Reigns to win here. I don't see Corbin beating him unless they're not going to give Roman Reigns a shot at the fiend at WrestleMania, but I, I, that that's probably where they're going to go with it. So let's do Roman Reigns beating King Corbin in the steel cage match. Up next for the two, uh, the two wake trophy or two walk trophy. We've got a gauntlet match between Rusev, R-Truth, the phenomenal AJ Styles, Andrade, Cien Almas, Eric Rowan, and Bobby Lashley. Um, AJ Styles is winning this match. I don't see any reason why anybody else would win it. If you're going to give it to anybody else, you give it to um, Andrade, I think, but they're not going to do that. So it would probably be Bobby Lashley if AJ Styles didn't win. But I, I heard AJ Styles, we've talked about it on the previous episode or two episodes before this, that it looks like we're going to get the phenomenal AJ Styles versus the Phenom, the Undertaker at WrestleMania. You have him win this match. He brings the trophy into Mania. He's coming off a somewhat big win at a decently big show for wrestling um, for the WWE. And you do Phenom versus Phenomenal One. Sign me up. Um, for the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, we've championships. We've got the champions of the New Day versus the team of Miz and Morrison. Um, I think Miz and Morrison take the titles here. A part of me wants to say they wait until WrestleMania and you get a Fatal Four Way Tag Team Title match. Um, I know my buddy Vince said a Fatal Four Way TLC match between who did he say? He said the New Day, Miz and Morrison. Um. 
whose other tag teams on SmackDown you could do in this match. Maybe uh, Nakamura and Cesaro, and then, I, I don't know. You you pick the teams, but you could do a lot with the titles going into WrestleMania. You know what? No, I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to say New Day wins here. Then you get a Fatal 4-Way or a Fatal 5-Way match at WrestleMania, and Miz and Morrison take the championships from there. So that's what I would do. Um, the Raw Tag Team Championships, this is going to be a fun match. We've got the team and champions of the Monday Night Messiah, Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy, defending the Raw Tag Team Championships against the Street Profits, Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins. Um, I'm very excited to see the Street Profits finally get their due on the main roster. They have not really done much on the main roster since coming up, aside from you know their backstage segments and their little uh, like newscast parody thing that they do on Monday Night Raw. And I love it. And you know that the Street Profits can go in the ring. You've seen it against the Undisputed Era. You've seen it against, I believe they had a match against, not Mustache Mountain. Who else did they face on NXT TV and they had a really good match? I know the Undisputed Era match from NXT TakeOver Toronto was absolutely fantastic. Um, but yeah, this is going to be a great match. And I don't see the Street Profits winning the tag team titles here. I see Rollins and Murphy walking in to WrestleMania with those tag titles, but this match is going to be great, and I'm really excited for it. This is my probably my second most forward, most look forward to match on the card, aside from the WWE Championship match, but man, I think that they are going to tear the house down with this one, and I'm kind of surprised that this takes place on a Thursday. It threw me off because I actually thought it was this Saturday or this Sunday, but it's next week. So we're going to do the predictions anyway because I had it lined up for this episode and I'm not going to turn it off or, or stop doing it. So we're going to get them out to you guys. But um, Rollins and Murphy versus the Street Profits. Like I said, I see Rollins and Murphy retaining the tag titles here and you go into Mania. And uh, I want to say that the Authors of Pain might turn on Seth Rollins and Murphy going into WrestleMania. But part of me thinks no. If not, give me a triple threat tag team title match at WrestleMania or a fatal four-way tag team title match, maybe in like a TLC. I mean, I don't know, TLC or a ladder match, and you do the Street Profits, Rollins and Murphy, the Authors of Pain, and the Viking Raiders in a fatal four-way match for the Raw Tag Team Championships. I think that'd be absolutely fantastic. If not, and you're just going to do a tag team match for the titles, a singles match or a, or a single double, whatever you want to call it. Um, this is going to be far-fetched because they're not on the main roster yet. But if the Undisputed Era and Adam Cole do move up to the main roster for WrestleMania, give me the Undisputed Era pairing of Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly versus Rollins and Murphy for the Raw Tag Team Championships. All right, now the most interesting match on the Saudi Arabia show, Super Showdown card, the Beast Incarnate, the Conqueror. Paul Heyman, the advocate of the Beast Incarnate Brock Lesnar, the reigning defending WWE champion, versus the one and only, the King of Flight, Ricochet. I am very, very interested and very intrigued by this match because I feel like they've quietly put a lot of time into this match. Not to say it's the most build up, built up match and there's a lot of storylines behind this, but for a Lesnar match, there is a decent amount of storytelling that they've done and put towards Ricochet versus Lesnar. Now, could this match happen and it happens like the Kofi Kingston match and it's 1F5 and Ricochet loses? Absolutely. Could it be a three or four minute crazy back and forth match? Ricochet loses to 1F5? Yes. Do I think that's what's going to happen? Part of me says yes, 
but a bigger part of me says no. And I think they're going to give Ricochet a chance to shine in this match. And the reason why is they know that Ricochet can sell moves better than almost anybody in the WWE, number one. He's small. Brock Lesnar works way better with smaller guys than bigger guys, number two. Number three, you could believably have Lesnar lose the championship to Ricochet and then you have a triple threat match at WrestleMania. And I was ta- I was talking to this talking about this with my friend the other day. Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre is the match for WrestleMania, a singles match. That's what you do. But in terms of and, and that's probably what's going to happen. And I almost want that to happen more. But part of me thinks they're going to pull a pull the curtain over our eyes and Ricochet might get like a roll up or you know a quick pin on Lesnar take the title, and then you know what we have going into WrestleMania 36? We have a triple threat match between Drew McIntyre, Ricochet, and Brock Lesnar. Now, you tell me that you would not want to see that at WrestleMania. I absolutely would. Do I think Ricochet or uh, Lesnar and McIntyre is the better match and the better built-up storyline and probably going to be the better match, you know, in terms of big fight feel? Yes. And do I want that to happen? Yes. But... I think Brock Lesnar versus Ricochet versus Drew McIntyre for the championship would do something that they really haven't done going into Mania. Usually, whoever the champion is does not lose the title between the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. Now, they did it with Bray Wyatt where he beat Styles or he beat Cena and took the title in the Elimination Chamber and then faced Orton, but we saw that coming. This would throw a a wrench into all their plans. It would give Ricochet a chance to hold the biggest prize in the WWE, the WWE Championship, number one. And number, you know, that's just, that would be amazing for Ricochet. Now, is he built up enough to win the championship? No, but this could be the step in the right direction. You know who else wasn't built up when they won a world title? Was Finn Balor. He won a match against Roman Reigns. He won a triple threat match. And then he beat Seth Rollins for the title at SummerSlam to become the first ever Universal Champion. Now, he didn't have a run with the title because he ended up getting injured, unfortunately. But this could be a way to give Ricochet that chance to be what we know he can be in the WWE and be what we know he could be as a champion. And we could see what he could be as a world champion. Would he lose it at WrestleMania? Yes. If he does, by some amazing coincidence, win this belt off Lesnar, he's going to lose it to McIntyre at WrestleMania. And it's probably going to be by by McIntyre Claymore kicking Brock Lesnar into oblivion and pinning him one, two, three to become the champion. I absolutely want Drew McIntyre to win the title. He needs to win the championship. He needs to be the WWE championship or the WWE champion. But a triple threat match at WrestleMania between McIntyre, Lesnar, and Ricochet would be amazing. And you could put Ricochet into the main event scene by having him have the title. He didn't have a long run with it, but he dropped it at Mania. Now he can be in the main event against guys like Buddy Murphy, against guys like Seth Rollins, against guys like Brock Lesnar, against guys like Drew McIntyre, against guys like, I don't know, you name it. Who's a, who's a top main event star on, on Raw? It looks like Kevin Owens was being built up. Buddy Murphy versus Ricochet would be amazing. Um, Ricochet versus... Samoa Joe would be a good match. Ricochet versus Drew McIntyre in a singles match. We've seen it before, but I'd love to see it again. Ricochet versus Seth Rollins. I mean, there's so much you could do with this. So I'm going to go out on a limb, (laughs) and you could trash me anywhere you want for this. But Ricochet beats Brock Lesnar to become the new WWE champion at Super Showdown.
market down. It's probably not going to happen, but I just got this weird feeling that they're going to do something with this title with Ricochet and Lesnar. And then the main event for the Universal Championship, the Universal Champion, the Fiend, Bray Wyatt, defending against a somewhat surprising returning Bill Goldberg. Will the Fiend be next? In WWE's logic, probably. But in my, if I'm the one booking the match and I'm the one leading into WrestleMania, <laughs> absolutely not. No way. No. You do not give this championship to Bill Goldberg. You did it with the Lesnar or the Kevin Owens thing, and then he went in to face Lesnar at Mania. Okay, cool. Um, Goldberg does not need to have the Universal Championship again. He does not need to beat Bray Wyatt, and he is not going to beat Bray Wyatt. Here's what's going to happen. It's going to be a five-minute match. Maybe not even five minutes. Goldberg's going to hit a spear on The Fiend right away. The Fiend's going to no-sell it. Goldberg's going to hit another spear on The Fiend. The Fiend's going to no-sell it. Goldberg's going to hit another spear on The Fiend. The Fiend's going to get picked up and hit with a jackhammer. One, two, The Fiend's going to rise up, kick out, and get back up to his feet. The Fiend's going to then hit um, Goldberg with a sister Abigail as he runs at him for another spear. And then he is going to put him in the mandible claw. Goldberg will pass out. One, two, three. The Fiend retains the Universal Championship. He beats another legend, and he goes into WrestleMania looking the best he's looked in the WWE for Bray Wyatt. The best storyline, the best built-up character, the best matches. He's the champion. He's defended the title. And then you go into WrestleMania and you face, most likely, Roman Reigns. If it's not Roman Reigns, I wouldn't mind seeing Cena versus The Fiend at WrestleMania for the for the universe or uh, for the Universal Championship. It would be the chance for Bray Wyatt to right the wrong, to defeat the man who he should have beaten at WrestleMania 30, which is John Cena. And he retains the title. The Fiend is, you know, a higher power of Bray Wyatt, a more dark, a more sinister, a more, a more vile version of Bray Wyatt. He beats Cena at WrestleMania, and he gets the one, two, three, and uh, he builds himself up even more. Most likely, he'll face Roman Reigns. He should not lose to Roman Reigns. If somebody should beat The Fiend for the championship, I've said it a million times, probably sick of hearing it, Aleister Black should be the one to defeat The Fiend for the championship. That's it. I'm not saying it anymore. That is what should happen. But yes, I expect Bray Wyatt to defeat Goldberg and retain his Universal Championship. And uh, it's going to be a cool match, I think. I think it'll only go about five minutes. But yes, that's exactly what I expect to happen. Um, up next on the second, the third part and most likely the final part of this podcast, we're going to do predictions for UFC Fight Night 168 on Saturday, February 22nd from the Spark Arena in Auckland, New Zealand with a main event bout in the lightweight division between number 6th ranked Paul the Irish Dragon Felder and number 7 ranked Dan the Hangman Hooker. I'll catch you on the third part, guys. Peace.